You know, it's so funny that you started with a song that I had planned on starting with a song that was unrelated to the NBA, but was also related to the NBA. Have I told the story about uh, the time I, I went down a YouTube wormhole and started watching the guy who created that song's live performances? Yeah, we talked about it on the podcast. Yeah, that's what I feel. Okay, I, I had a feeling we, we did. Oh, love it. Love it. I was gonna sing the Love NBA the is back and my girlfriend is in trouble. Hey ya, hey ya, NBA is back. Never gonna see her again. Here we go. Hey ya, hey ya, NBA is back. I like that song. Thanks, man. Yeah, I was just thinking about like how much like I I don't spend a lot of time with my girlfriend anyways during the week just because I'm working a lot. Uh, and now the NBA is back, so like, uh, <laughs> oh, our therapist better be ready. <laughs> we have a lot to, a lot of stuff to talk about. Mostly opinions on Zach Levine. Uh, welcome back, y'all. This is MBA, the podcast Yay. where we try to talk about MBA shit. But mostly, we just talk about shit, but not today. Not today. On the inaugural week of the 2018-2019 NBA season, we are back for season two of NBA. It is so mother effing official. I, yay. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Second season of NBA. If you were here with us at all last season, thank you. If this is your first time listening, thanks for listening. We hope you come back for more. There's so much bullshit that we are going to talk. It is the opening week of the NBA. We couldn't be more excited. Guys, the most fun thing to do in the first week of the NBA is is to overreact. Let's start by talking about our impressions of the first couple games that have gone on uh today being thursday october 18th so there are more games to come tonight mine and nikki chicago bulls play the philadelphia 76ers i am leaning towards a score of 140 to 89 bulls loss very excited about it our defense is terrible Uh, and chris dunn is out today so it's not going to be a good day but nonetheless and no lori so you have no offense well we we've got zach levine and jabari's likely coming off the bench and uh, you know Antonio Blakeney, uh, he's cool. Woo. <laughs> we also got. I, I don't know who that is. No, he's uh, he was like a he was a G leaguer last year. He won the G league MVP, and we brought him up and down a couple times. And the guy can just get buckets. He's really really good actually. Yeah. Uh, and we he's got, no Diamond Stone. We've got uh, BP Bobby Portis. Bobby Portis. Dude, Diamond Stone started for the fucking uh, old murderize. Oh no, not not Diamond Stone. <laughs> Somebody else started for the uh, Damian Jones started for the Golden State Warriors. Uh, okay. Diamond Stone is. We had a we had a lot of fun, we had a lot of fun last season at his expense because yeah. he was on Matt's uh, 2K team. Yep, we said that he sounded like a black exploitation star. Mm-hmm. He does. <laughs> that, no, that, that's 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 horribly accurate. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. He uh, he played Stone. at Maryland. He played at Maryland, so I saw a lot of him. Uh, yeah, because I guess at that time they were in the Big Ten, right? Yeah, yeah, that checks out. So uh, I that's saw a lot of him. Like uh-huh. He uh-huh. no, it has it really doesn't have that much to do. I, I I've never really had a too much of a problem with Maryland basketball players just because they, they feel out of place in the Big Ten. I completely agree. Um, it makes no sense to have an East Coast team in the, in the Big Ten. We've got three of them. Yeah, no, yeah. None of them make any sense. Well, Maryland and Rutgers are fucking trash, and Nebraska sucks as well. We could argue that Big Ten Nebraska. expansion has been an abject failure, but I don't want to talk about well, it. And Nebraska this is an NBA podcast, not a Big Ten Nebraska podcast. Hey, I know no, no, that no, I'm guy. just saying, like, you do? with the expansion yeah, that's that we've John had Sabine. Hey, John. Thanks for being on TV, bro. The guy all the way on the left. Hey, this is a really good podcast. Thanks. Sorry. Thanks, buddy. Sorry, we're watching we're talking, the, we're talking we're Big watching Ten. the Bulls game. <laughs> Nikki's talking about stuff on the TV. Yeah, people can't see That's it. Good. It's good. Diamond Stone is an asshole, though. I just I don't like the guy. <laughs> uh, That's so where I was going with that. Let's get into the first couple games of the season, guys. So opening night, we've got Celtics Sixers, and we've got Warriors Thunder. A um, couple early re- questions that I have for you guys that I'd like to discuss. Um, so, Nikki, if you could do me a favor and pull up yep. the Celtic Sixers game, I'd Celtic like to Sixers. pull up that box score from the first game of the season. Game one. Um, in which the Sixers lost to the Celtics 105 87, right? 105 87. Yes, sir. Let's pull up that box score because Jason Tatum was quite impressive. And, and 21 6. Dude. Celtics. Uh, really, really impressive and like just could get a shot. 23 from points, anywhere. 9 rebounds, 3 assists. I mean, That's my mistake. He had 21 and, or 23 and 9. Amazing. So, yeah. Amazing. Like, First game of the season, coming out in the starting lineup, the question was, like, where does he slot? Where does he fit? Is it going to work out? Like, is he going to be able to build on top of last year's playoff success? And, you know, against arguably the third-best team in the Eastern Conference, he looks just as great as he left off last season. Yep. So the question I have for you guys is, how good is Jason Tatum going to be this season? Really, really good. Do we have an all-star on our hands I, in Boston? I, I think so. Not I, named Kyrie Irving. 
I saw a thing uh, on Instagram where it was like, I think Messi left Barcelona. This is, I swear to God, it comes to basketball. So just give me a second. Messi left Barcelona to get away from, uh, or no, Neymar. Neymar left Barcelona to get away from Messi's shadow, only to be put under Mbappe's shadow. <laughs> and then it was like Kyrie left Cleveland to get away from LeBron's sh- shadow, Ooh. only to be put under Jason Tatum's that is a shadow. Fascinating comparison. Guess what? They're both the exact same age. Chad doesn't understand. I don't, these I don't understand the soccer <laughs> reference. Mbappe is a, is a soccer player. That sounds like a made-up thing. He's the French um, kid. Who's Mba- the French? Mbappe was the... Kirin Mbappe. Was the Spanish version of Mbappe. <laughs> There's like, well, I guess technically French. French, French version, yeah. Well, you almost yeah. had it. Uh, that's a really good analogy, actually, for the people who, are, who actually understand or pay attention to soccer at all. Uh, yeah, that's a really, really good analogy. Jason Tatum is the next Grant Hill. I don't know. You want to talk overreactions and hot takes at the beginning of the season? Okay, so I'm hoping. I'm assuming by I mean, that statement you mean hot. like. I, well, I'm assuming by your statement you mean like early stage Grant Hill. Yeah, yeah. he's the next Grant Hill. Like he's he, gonna evolve into. I am. He's I, a complete player. Well, and so here's the thing. Like, I didn't really get a chance to he's watch a, a lot Dukey. of stuff. I love him. I, well, I, yeah, I, I hate that I love Duke, <laughs> but I do love Duke. I, I I hate North Carolina. I just always have. Um. So here's the thing about Jason Tatum that shocks me, and I didn't really catch this in his game last year, but now because he's got more of a prevalent role in the offense, he's a really good ball handler. Yep. <laughs> like yeah. a really, this really why, good this ball is handler. why he reminds me of Grant Hill. It makes he's, sense. He, sh- he can shoot well. He's not a great, great shooter, but he's a good shooter. Yeah. Grant Hill wasn't ever a great shooter either. Right. He's a good shooter. Right. He's a good shooter. Didn't good Jason ball Tatum handler. He's in a butt. 43% from three point last year or something like that. Jason Tatum? Yeah. He had a good three-point shooting season. Did he shoot 43%? Yeah. Me, I don't know if it was 43, but he had a I don't think it was I'm like going to look it up. He was, continue. I'll he look was, it up. Sorry. He was up. If I remember correctly, he was up there in the ranks of like three-point shooters last year. I shot. I thought he shot like 38%, mm. which is which is which is really good for a rookie, by the way. Yeah. Like, yeah. Not bad at, by any I'll look it up in a second. I'm Googling it. But no, you know what? I actually I hadn't thought of it, but that's actually a really good comparison just in terms of like his playing style. Like like I said, when the podcast started, that kid can get a shot from anywhere. Yes. That's just, like, that was my point. He legitimately yeah. can get a shot from anywhere on the court. The, he, he will back you down. Like he can he can stretch the floor. He can bring it out. Oh, that Blake Griffin dunk made me so sad last night. He got blocked. I, I he tweeted, got blocked by Allen twice. I tweeted. I was like, the, the watching watching Blake Griffin get dunked by Jared Allen just says everything about where his athleticism is. I, you know what? I don't agree with you. I don't agree with you because guys don't get dunked on like like you. Normally, you get dunked on when you miss your rotation and you're late getting up yeah. there. He was there, bef- like he jumped before Blake jumped. Yeah. Blake didn't really like. I I don't I don't, I don't mind that. that I think it's it's also early season. It was perfect timing by uh, it was Jared Allen, right? Yeah, and yeah. again, I I did tweet this last night. Like this is this is not a shot at Jared Allen by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah. Um, God, these fucking mics are driving me nuts. We got to get a new one. Yeah. Sorry about that, listeners. We're still trying to figure out our audio settings here. Um, in any case, um, yeah. So I, this was not a shot at Jared Allen, but the reality is, is like. That was a regular thing for Blake Griffin to do. Like Blake Griffin didn't get stuffed like he did last night early on in his career. No, yeah. I mean you are right. Like you're, you're you're definitely right. Like there's, I mean there's there's no doubt about the fact that like, you know you he he doesn't. It's not like it used to be. I mean it's not right. throwing the ball in the basket over Mozgov like it used to be. Yeah. No, I completely agree. Um, and it's just like it, it's uh, also we all kind of knew that like it, it's at the point in his career now where he is he is one hundred percent just like losing his athleticism and and frankly is i don't know he's just uh it, it's a sad end to what could have been blake, and what what, what once was yeah um uh, yeah i don't know also jason tatum shot 43 percent from three last year oh wow yeah oh i did. actually you know what really fucking good it's really good yeah. it's really good um so maybe he is a great shooter. Maybe he's a better shooter than Grant Hill. <laughs> do we do we think he can be an All Star this year? Yes, uh, I, I, I can see I'm, it. I'm fully on board on. Yeah, that. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I'm so all in on on that. So here's a question that came out though during the game last night because like Kyrie didn't have a great game, um, and then he ended up not playing late in the game. Gordon Hayward's coming off an injury, so you don't expect him to play late. Uh, even Jalen Brown didn't really play much late in the game. The question was, are the Celtics too deep? No. Like, is that a thing? Is it possible that they have too many players at the same position where not enough guys are going to get enough tick? No, I I don't think so. I think it's, uh, it's a it's a it's a problem. Like 
they do have too many players. But here's the thing: is like as the season goes, you're going to start to hash out your rotations. Right. You're going to start yeah. to figure out who agree. you have, and then you're going to start shipping guys out for assets and expiring. Completely and that kind agree. Of thing. Completely so, agree. Yeah. Do they have a little too much talent on the roster? Sure. Is that a bad thing? Obviously, fucking not. Right. Um. But like, yeah. I mean, it's there's going to be probably some growing pains at the beginning of this season, just because like you had like the coming out party of Jason Tatum and the coming out party of Jalen Brown last year when, um, you know, you didn't have Hayward, you didn't have um, fucking Kyrie. And, like, uh, you know, now you've got an embarrassment of riches at the wing. You've got an embarrassment of riches at the point guard position with Kyrie, with Marcus Smart, with Terry Rozier. Terry Rozier looked really good. Really good. Yeah, he did. He, so, but here's my rebuttal, and I completely agree with your with your sentiment. Like, rotations will will – they will kind of, like – work themselves out as the season goes goes on and that makes a lot of sense and like I trust nobody more than Brad Stevens to figure those rotations out. Yeah. However, and we talked about Kyrie and yes, he said all the right things over the offseason and, and you know, they had their like their meeting for the season ticket holders and he's just like, I will be back next year if you guys will have me and saying all the right things that he's supposed to say. But to Nikki's point, he did leave Cleveland to be the star elsewhere. And now it seems like he's leaving that situation to come to a situation where, like, there's self, such a wealth of talent on that team that they can kind of, like, maneuver him around a lot, so much so that he's not playing in crunch time. Okay, I don't think that Kyrie Irving is ever going to be off the floor in crunch time. And I totally get where you're coming from. Uh, however, having said that, um, I don't think that it will be too much of an issue because like, yes, people are going to love Jason Tatum. Like these other, these young guys are, are going to emerge and be good players. But the thing is like Kyrie Irving is a marketable star. No, he is no a, he's a big name. People know him. People are, are going to equate a lot of their success to him. Like oh. he is, he's not going to get, he's an established star yeah. player in the league. People aren't going to look at, uh, like they just people aren't going to hold Jason Tatum and those kinds of guys in the same regard as him at least for another three or four years. Like those guys have to still kind of carve out that that sort of role in in the league. And Kyrie has already done that, so I I don't think it's going to affect him that. Much. I was also going to say uh, some one reason why like he'd be fine with staying is at the end of the game he, he's the one getting the ball on that team, right? First and, and foremost. No, so here's the thing. He's the one getting up the ball on that team when when the season started, when you go looking into it. But if Jason Tatum becomes, like, he was out there getting buckets at will on Tuesday. And yeah. what, I'm try- what I'm trying to get at, and I completely agree with your sentiment, like, Kyrie Irving is a marketable star. Jason Tatum's only, also only in his second season. And if he truly is, like, the second coming of Grand Hill, doesn't he become the most marketable star in Boston? Not yet, though. The thing Not is, yet, like, yeah. Kyrie is so established over the course sure, of, like, sure. we, Kyrie is and a Kyrie's only twenty-five. commodity. Yes, exactly. So, like, like he could still don't, technically get better. I, sure. I just, I, and I don't think that he's going to get overshadowed because I think that so many, like, I'm, I'm saying he's a marketable star not because, like, I think he'll stay in Boston or, like, that that has really, I'm saying he's a marketable star in that, like, people know him, people like him, people know he's a good player. Like, that in and of itself doesn't let him get overshadowed by Jason Tatum, and I don't think that'll happen for a few years. Sure. Um, so let's move on to some other games that happened uh, over the last two days. Also, I just want to say this real quick. As good as the 76ers are, um, and obviously it's the first game of the year, whatever, but uh, about midway through the second quarter, the game was close at that point, too, yeah. but I immediately, I, I mean, you could just tell, like, they were so overmatched. Yeah. Boston is so good. Well, yeah. so here's the thing. And actually, you know what? Rather than doing what I wanted to do, let's go back to the – pull up – I'm sorry that I had yeah, to go you're back good. and forth. Go, yeah, go back to the previous game. So to go to the other side of that coin, to talk about the Sixers. Sixers. I – and I mentioned this in our bold predictions – or like in our Eastern Conference predictions podcast. I wasn't super impressed with the moves they made during the offseason. They didn't really bring anybody in except for except for Wilson Chandler. And you could argue Markel Fultz because they basically didn't have him last year. Yeah. Um. Look up Marco Foles' numbers because, like, they weren't great, but it was nice to see him out there. And kudos to Brett Brown for, like, just saying, like, yo, we're going to rip the bandage off. You're going to start game one against the Celtics, you know, I, I don't, opening I don't, night. I don't like that move. Well, because you don't – because you want J.J. Reddick to start. No, I don't care if J.J. <laughs> starts or not. J.J. So, JJ, JJ got, like, 18 the other night. Sure, but here's he the other plays, thing. He's going to get more minutes. JJ, JJ, he will JJ get is more also minutes. just going to get his – JJ will time. get his, and like I actually really like them starting Markel Fultz for the simple fact that like he is a plus defender, he is very long, and last year during the playoffs, JJ Redick got destroyed in matchups against bigger dudes. So I think JJ Redick at this stage in his career makes a lot of sense to be the guy who comes off the bench and just like lights it up and gets you quick buckets and just really just sets the the, the floor on fire. 
but I do like the idea of like Markel Fultz starting at the two, adding to the defensive, like that team with Markel Fultz, who's big and long and is a plus defender, Ben yeah, Simmons, yeah, his, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, Ben Simmons, who is another plus defender also, and Joel Embiid, who's like one of the best defenders in the league. Oh, and let's not forget, uh, Sir Bob Covington, like, that is a very, very good defensive starting rotate or starting lineup. Like, yeah. I, I genuinely like it. Now, what were the what was his this numbers? Is, in so game? last night, Marco. No, not last night. I'm sorry. That that first game was a couple nights ago. Uh, he had five points, three turnovers, one steal, two assists, three rebounds. He was uh, one for two from the free throw and two for seven from the field. Yeah, and not great. Look, he, he can't shoot. Didn't shoot a three pointer at all. Let's see. But let's see how this plays out. They're playing the Bulls tonight. We'll see how it plays out. Yeah. What I'm saying is like. Kudos to Brett Brown for saying, like, look, we know you had the Gibbs last year. It's over. This part, That part is done. It is now time to start playing basketball, and you are going to start. You're going to be on the biggest stage there could possibly be. It's game one of the NBA season. Go out there and do your thing, young man. And don't worry about being a star because we've already got two. Just go out there and do your thing. I'm a big fan of it, personally. And I really hope that he shakes, like, he shakes off the yips that he had last season and really comes back this year and, it, and is making a, a really meaningful impact. Here's a question. If he doesn't figure it out this season, if he looks bad, what are the odds that they preemptively just decline his fourth-year option? They probably will. Yeah. They probably will. I think They're, they will, too. They would probably treat him like the Cavs treated Anthony Bennett. And like Either the, like try to get rid of him for like whatever you can get rid of him Mario for. Hizoni. Right. Yeah. Whatever you can get rid of him for, you get rid of him for, or you just say, hey, it, it was nice. We tried. Sorry. Also, dude, so many people... Or like so many Magic fans were like, "Well, Mario showed glimpses, and now he's gone for nothing, dude." I I don't know if you guys watched him preseason with the Knicks, but he is fucking terrible. Yeah, he's bad. He's terrible. He's really, really bad. Um, so we talked about the Celtics. Also, just I'm sorry. Last thing, I was really disappointed in the way that T.J. McConnell and Dario Saric played the other night. Uh, two guys that I thought were going to take a big leap this year. I still believe in Dario. Sorry. I really oh, do. I, I believe in both of them. I just was. Dis- I mean, it's, it's game one. Like, like there's yeah. it's, there's fucking eighty one more games to go. Yeah, it'll be. Yeah, just Dario had uh, six points, six rebounds, one assist, three turnovers, five fouls. Yeah, he did not look good. Yeah, him and honestly, Over. like Joel Embiid put up a nice stat line, but he didn't look great either. Like no, the, I wasn't the Celtics, the, the Celtics went at him. They really, really did. And, like, kudos to him for saying, like, this is not a rivalry. They keep beating our ass. Like, this is not a rivalry. Like, he's, he's absolutely right. Um, and, yeah, he just, you know, he uh, he gets it. My man gets it. Uh, and he knows, like, they've got work to do. Um, you got something for me? Yeah, I just saw, saw a thing. The Heat pool. Breaking news? Yeah, it literally just came on. The Heat pool plug on the Jimmy. They said they're not going to try now anymore. Yeah, I think that, that, they're that, like, Yo, that train is out the station. I don't yeah. think anybody's really going to make any effort for him at this point. No. Well, you know what? Since we're on I topic, mean, not, not? Like I'm saying right now, I don't think there's anybody. Ma- I'm, yeah. I'm not saying the rest of the season. I think we'll wait till the deadline, until somebody makes makes a move. And I agree. Well, yeah. so since we're Maybe on the topic. not the deadline, but they'll get close. Sorry. It, it came. It said... It said pull the, and then it went away, and I was like, pull the trigger. So they, they went and got Jimmy <laughs> no, Butler. No, no, no. And then I opened it up and said, pull the plug. So, <laughs> God here. damn it. Peter over here pulling trick. <laughs> Since we're on the topic, let's talk about the uh, the Timberwolves Spurs game last night. Uh, it was hotly debated as to whether or not Jimmy was going to play game one. Uh, he did. He scored 23 points, he had a good game. They lost, and that's okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't expect much out of them this season, but the question was, like, we already know what Jimmy's capable of. Was it smart for the Timberwolves to actually play him in game one? I originally thought no, but I have actually changed my mind. In the, like, 45 minutes between me saying no <laughs> and uh, now, I have, yeah, completely changed my mind. Like, um, he played well. He did. You're, he's gonna be. He's he's with you. Jesus, Carl Anthony Towns played like shit. Carl yeah. Anthony Towns sucks. He looks. Yeah, he looked bad. Uh, dude, he looked. Jimmy Jimmy looked good. You, Jimmy you, played well. And here's the thing, you're not tra- like until you trade him. Like he gives you a better chance to win. Like you you have a better chance to win with him on the floor. Right. But here's the thing. Like my my rebuttal would be like if he does intend to be traded or if they do intend to trade him, why play him? If he gets hurt, you're fucked. I mean, because you point you want to win the game yeah you get a well win, no yeah. i know that but what i'm saying is like if the larger intent is to trade him or you know what maybe what they're thinking you know what they are thinking we play him he gets hurt nobody wants to trade for him and then we drop him next year we don't have to pay him we got one more year out of him oh they give him the the isaiah thomas treatment yeah we like, got mm, one sorry. more contract out of year 
How do, how do you? Yeah, except for the fact there's zero chance like, oh, he's I mean, coming back. Yeah, no, he's not coming back. And like, absolutely not. There's also like, okay, here's the other, here's the other side of the coin though. You're right. Yeah, what if you play him? What if he gets injured? What if you play him and he fucking balls out? And there's some team that's like, fuck, I want that completely really agree. bad. Completely, I completely agree. Like it's it's a it's a catch twenty two. He, like, shot, damn four, if, damn he if shot you do that, you don't. Forty percent from the field. Oh, he yeah. shot eighty percent from the free throw. He was great. Seven rebounds, three assists, four steals, a block, only one turnover. Dude. Dude, he's so good. You know who? You know what? You, like he's so good. Yes. You know what? Upsetting. I guarantee you that he ends up in Houston. I if, will. It I feels. Will, I will guarantee. It you. feels right. Dude, and Daryl Morey is the kind of guy who make that happen. It feels right. And, um, and like that, and that somehow somehow Carmelo Anthony ends up in the Timberwolves. Yeah. <laughs> so actually, since we're on the topic, like looking at looking. Well, not since we're on the topic. I guess on the topic of like T Wolves versus Spurs. This was the first Demar Derozan game. Um which let's just look at the box score here. He had a, a decent night and ended up kind of putting right. yeah, and, and I mean he ended up kind of putting the putting the game away for them in the end. Um wow, Derrick Rose, good lord, 3 for 12. Yeah. Sorry. Not great. Uh, I mean he dropped 28 28 points on 10 of 21 shooting, you know, a couple assists, couple rebounds. Looked good next to LaMarcus Aldridge. LaMarcus Aldridge did his thing. Yeah, Can we points, talk about nice. what the fuck is going on on well, the TV right now? Everybody knows that Gordon Hayward is a big gamer. Yeah, but there's um, like this. This is like some sort of anime thing Gordon where he's like Hayward. rehabbing and he's like a barbarian warrior. Thing. I mean, look, I'm here for this whole thing, but I just, <laughs> are you? Sorry, I, yeah. Well, I let's, am. All, let's also remember that he just signed with Anta, and oh, this is a League of yeah. Legends commercial. Interesting. I've never seen that. Did you not know he played League of Legends? I don't even know what League of Legends is. It's a video game of yeah. sorts. Uh, people play it, or so I'm told. Great addition the, to the conversation, Teddy. The, the uh, community is very toxic, apparently. Like, <laughs> oh. people are, are really mean. I don't know. I don't play it. God. It's also gigantic. I hope they're nice to I play Gordon like, Hayward. I play, like, NHL and Fortnite. That's my jam. Still never I, don't play, I don't play NBA 2K. I don't 2K. play Fortnite. I, really? used to, I used to play 2K. That's I don't, I don't like that. The online community, people are... Just the online t- community is terrible, and also like the whole uh, the best part of it, the my player thing, is getting a little oh, shitty. So Look, all right, you know what? There are few times in my life where I will ever be oppressed as a white man. <laughs> the NBA two K my player, straight up, you're like no matter what you do, you're like a, it's a, a, a black dude from like a black like a part. black family. Like uh, you can't. It's rough. It's rough. Like, the, it's my l- favorite look, one's the Spike Lee one. And yeah. I'm fully, yeah, I'm rough. fully, I'm fully behind that. But it's also weird when like I make a white player, <laughs> and my parent, my biological parents are supposed to be two black people. They're talking about feeling me kick in the womb, and I'm like, mm, <laughs> oh, that I, I don't think there's one. something wrong going on here. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, so let's talk about a game that happened last night between the Pelicans and the Rockets. We th- well, are we going Pelicans Rockets? Let's now? go Pelican- Pelicans Rockets because Pelicans. My damn it! I clicked on the my wrong thing. God, what a stat line by Anthony Davis! Not only got to catch like the first half of the game, um, but good lord, did he look good? I mean, defensively, offensively, he was getting everything and anything he wanted. Was shutting down Clint Capella. Really, just shutting All down right, the paint. So Anthony, the Pelicans are fucking good. I well, that's a, that's what I wanted to say. Was I were we wrong in our? I was preseason I, I have, predictions. I have them at six, and I have them in the playoffs. Did you have them at six? I have them at six and in the playoffs. All right. Well, I had them not making the playoffs. I this think year. I had them in the playoffs because I really enjoyed. Wa- no, I definitely had them in the playoffs because I really enjoyed watching. Uh, Nico at the four and Anthony Davis at the five. Who also, by the way, Nico scored thirty, 30 points. points last night with I ten rebounds. I didn't see a ton of that game. Like I like I, I mean I try to watch Damn, all as much as I can. He was six for but, eight from three. But dude, uh, I wish when when Etwan Moore is getting twenty one points. And there were so many possessions when I would like flip over to that game. Julius Randle scored twenty five off the yeah, bench. And he grabbed eight boards. I love I love Julius. There Randall. was I always liked him. I was a good. And I there. I feel terrible, but I feel like he's a six man center. Yeah. I think he'd be perfect as he that. He's gonna be great. He's gonna be great for them. They every time I flipped over to that game, like their their offensive rotations were good. They got the ball out. They went quick. They moved the ball. And Jesus, dude. There's so many times where I was like, that guy's wide open. Yeah, that's wide open. That's wide open. Like well, they got. So many good looks. Even Alfred Payton looked good. He had a triple double yesterday. Yeah, well, he does that though. Here's yeah. the thing: ten points as a 10 Magic fan. I'll tell you right now. I'll tell you right now. Every yeah. so often, he had like four triple doubles in Orlando, and there are so many times where you're like, "This is it. 
He turned the corner. He's good now. It turns out, no, he's not good he's now. Ne- he still sucks. Never good. Mm. Yeah. I was super impressed by them. Like, I did not realize that last year that they were one of the top teams in pace, like offensive pace. Yeah. And it was clear last night that they're keeping up with that with that narrative of just, like, running. And, like, they can do that because you have a freak of nature in Anthony Davis at the five, who basically is a seven-foot guard. Yeah. And Nico, who is a power forward in terms of his position, but plays – is also a guy and we experience this here in Chicago can play has the ability to play faster than his yeah. than his counterparts at the four um, that like three guard rotation that they have with Peyton and Etwan Moore and uh, and Drew Holiday like initially you think to yourself like mm, they might have some trouble on the perimeter defensively but like when you have a guy like Anthony, Anthony Davis, Davis at the back of that line it doesn't matter it doesn't it's like fucking Dwight matter Howard. and, and also Miritich is not terrible either no he, he can hold his own yeah. as a defensive uh, you know stopper uh also, What's as a name? team, they had 12 turnovers. Wow. Oh, actually, that's a lot. I'm sorry. At first, I was like, it doesn't even seem that bad because I, I looked at like five zeros in a row. <laughs> <laughs> um, Drew Holiday might be one of the most, uh, might be the most underrated point guard in the game. He's He had, he had like, I think he had 10 and 8 last night. 10, 10 points, points, 8 assists, assists 3 couple rebounds. couple rebounds, yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Uh, oh, for six from three though. Yeah, he That's didn't shoot good. the ball rough, particularly rough well, but, but he was so good in the playoffs is, last year too. He's so good. Like he averaged like twenty seven points a game. That the, team, the last to year. some degree, like goes as he goes. Like yeah, he yeah, I can see he, that. He well, sets the tone. Well, what's interesting is because like he he's he is a point guard on paper, but like they they last year decided when they brought in Rajon Rondo, like you're gonna play the two. Because like it's really hard for you to guard the best perimeter player on the other team and also run point and also He's get an buckets. He's an underrated defender. Oh, he do, I mean, first team All Defense last year. So like I know, but like I'm not saying like in terms of like awards and sure, sure, accolades. Like, right, but like, like in but terms when of like people the talk about good yeah, yeah, defensive guards, like I feel like he's continually left Completely out. Of, I love him. He's always him and Darren Collison have been two of my favorite like point guards over the last probably like eight years or so, or you know however long. I mean, I, I time runs together for me right. at this point. But <laughs> I've always loved both of those guys. Um, and like I, I think that he he's somebody that people don't talk about enough, and I think he's a really good player. Yeah, I agree. I don't want to make out with him though, like I do with JJ Reddick. <laughs> Sorry, they just showed him on the screen. I get it. I get it. You're a weirdo. <laughs> uh, uh, do you want to look at the the Rockets, or you want to? Yeah, keep I going? would like to look at the Rockets because like Carmelo had his first game, uh, didn't look great, but also didn't look terrible. Yeah. I guess just like you know, his first. I don't know. He hit one. He can't th- defend anybody. He hit he, one three, and that was nice because uh, it was right after he got he got a rebound, and he did the whole thing where he's like, "That's mine, get the fuck out of here!" And then he brought it up, yeah, and then just shot a three and it went right in. Dude, he's like, fucking trash. But then he went one for five. That that experiment is gonna end disastrously. <laughs> Poorly, yeah. It it, it is uh, Michael Carter Williams ten points. Dude, there Zach was a Levine team with blocks. a deep three. There was a play that happened. Where like he kind of just drove to the basket and had nothing going for him, so he tried to jump past it and just jumped and fell straight to the ground. Michael like, Williams up and straight down and traveled. Wow. Uh, yeah. He. Uh, it, it, how much? What Carmelo fish, finished with like what six? Nine. Okay. Nine points, four fouls, two turnovers, one block. Kudos four to him for rebounds. coming off the bench, I guess. <laughs> like, good, Dude, good for him. He looks so slow. Yeah. He rotates poorly. Yeah. Uh, that whole team looks doughy. Just again, it is a team. Well, it's look a at doughy. Team. Except for Chris Paul. Chris Sh- Paul is the only guy, Paul. In, and Chris Paul was uh, hurt. Well, Chris Paul Capella. was rehabbing, and, and he Clint. looks like he is yeah. the only guy that's in shape. Yeah. But yeah, this, I was gonna say James Harden, PJ Tucker, uh, Eric Gordon, Carmelo Anthony, Gerald Green doesn't look terrible. Uh, yeah, but he's only got like half of a hand. Yeah. So like, <laughs> he also <laughs> he also kind of he also kind of looks like just. An uncle that showed up to play. It's fair. That's he, fair. Yeah, uh, and I love him. He works hard, and he seems like a real nice guy. But he still <laughs> looks like an uncle. Zach Levine with another deep three brick. <laughs> um, uh, let's oh. see what else did they have here. Oh fuck, Markel Fultz. Uh, <laughs> the layup. It's about all. That's the only place he can shoot from. Mm. Stop. All right. Uh, last item I want to talk about in terms of like. The games that have happened as of late. The okay. Orlando Magic nope. are 1-0. That's not the one. They're 1-0. <laughs> Mo Bamba looked good. Aaron Gordon had 26. He was getting shots <laughs> off on his own. He was rebounding. He was defending. He was doing it all. <laughs> wow. It was incredible. Wow. Effortless, versatile. Wow. That's the two words wow. I use to describe Aaron Gordon. He had 26 goddamn points. Wow. 
and that was talking <laughs> magic. <laughs> and that, unfortunately, it, t- it seems like that's going to be a regular segment. Mo Baba had two huge blocks. They were both nice yeah, blocks. Well, his arms are like ten feet long. They are so. AKA Mo Bamba number wild. five. We didn't do AKAs today, which no. is good because I forgot to come up with one. Yeah, again. we also didn't even introduce her, uh, introduce ourselves. I'm Jay, by the way. <laughs> Uh, I'm Glern Blanchford. <laughs> oh, nice to meet you, Glern. I'm, uh, uh, I'm Slurps McGurfles. So, uh, in any case, so talking about soccer, two of the most high-profile rookies no. in the NBA played against each other last night. A one, Luka Doncic, and uh, DeAndre Ayton. The Suns mm-hmm, looking mm-hmm. impressive. DeAndre Ayton is so fucking good. He's really fucking so good. good. Like, pull up the numbers, Nicky. Uh, yeah, I'm pulling it up they, right now. Like, Just loading. He, he started off the game like four for four and almost had a triple double yesterday, by the way. My man had like, I think he had six assists yesterday. Yeah, I believe like, that's correct. He, uh, he, had, uh, he looked so he had, good last night. And against DeAndre Ayton, no less. I mean, uh, pardon me, DeAndre Jordan. DeAndre Ayton had 18 points. Well, you know what? If he was playing himself, that would be even more impressive. Uh, very they impressive. Say, they say the toughest, your, 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 yourself is like your own worst enemy. Right. My, enemy yeah. my enemy is my enemy. Yep. There my you enemy go. is my enemy. Uh, so he had 18 points, one block, one steal, six assists, and ten rebounds. Yeah, what a drag for an NBA debut, am I right? 73% from the field. Super uh, impressive. Two for two from free throw. I didn't know what to expect to him com- like from him coming out of college. He is he is everything that they advertise him as in terms of like offensively um, and defensively, for that matter. He has the, 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 the real potential to be a, a real defensive stopper with his athleticism. Yeah. But good God, did he look good on offense, man. Like. He, you can just. I mean, they ran it through him. I they just that, ran it through him. I, the Mavericks are obviously young, and uh, they're not very good defensively. And no, they're not very deep. No, they, that's the one thing that they don't have is depth. I, yeah. you know, I don't. The fact that JJ Barrera is playing like meaningful minutes on that team, yeah. and Devin Harris is not promising. JJ Barrea, who I think a lot of people like forget is oh, in yeah. the league. Yeah, he um, played twenty minutes last yeah, night. Yeah, he played a you lot know, of minutes. Here's the thing: I was bullish on them. And oh, I'm they. Just had, go I'm ahead sorry. Ahead. I'm going to just go ahead and say I'm wrong. Put my Maxie, hand up. I'm going to say I'm wrong. Too e- it's too early. I don't Maxie care. Too I'm wrong. Uh, uh, too early. Here's another hot take though from that game. The Phoenix Suns look good. I completely the agree. The Phoenix Suns might be good. I was shocked. Josh Jackson had 18 last night. Dude, TJ um, Warren yep. had 17 last I night. I told you. Like, they have a nice Trevor Reza had 21 last night. Trevor, I was going to say, Trevor Reza had like 18, and but the, he had 21. And, and the fuck. one thing we haven't said, uh, fucking Devin Booker, 35. 35. 35. I had also, 12 and 19 from the floor. I was, yep. And also, a guy who was not supposed to play this the, the game, the first game of the season because he had that broken hand yeah. injury. Yeah, he was 6 for 10 from 3. I think the hand's doing just fine. You uh, know what? I... Great. When he got drafted, I remember texting my brother and being like... <sighs> Wendell Carter's getting destroyed by Joel Embiid right now, by the way. Well, Just, I mean... I know he's a rookie. He's a rookie. Uh, and Joel Embiid is, destroyed. you know, really fucking good. Yeah. Uh, he, destroyed. he also... Really quick, sorry. Joel Embiid has a tendency to, like, play even more aggressive when they're, like, a big... Another, like, big recruit or a big player right. is, like, in his right. position. Like, I can't wait to see when he plays against Mo Bamba because he's going to try to dunk on him every possession. Yep, Come and on, it, the Mo Bamba or... Uh, Hassan Whiteside, like anytime it's like a big name center, mm-hmm. yeah. he's he fucking that's, goes that's off. I mean, he's and that's games. the thing too. That's why you. That's like, why people love him. Mo Bamba looked really good last night, and he's gonna get pushed around by Joel Embiid. Oh, like for you, sure. the Bulls might yeah. play. The, the Bulls play tomorrow. Uh, I don't know. Probably. The Bulls might play. Like I would guess they probably do, but they'll probably play tomorrow, and he'll probably have a good game against whoever he matches up with. The yeah. unfortunate thing is his NBA debut is against fucking Joel. <laughs> yeah, it's like, not a great way to get. I mean, it's just like it's welcome to the league, young fella. Hey, knock yeah. it down, young man. Those are the first points of the great career of Wendell Carter. Let's go, mid-range jumper right from the elbow. Love <laughs> it. Joel Embiid sucks on defense. I said that Devin Booker <laughs> would be a Nick Young type player. I remember texting my brother about that, and mm. being like, "Yeah, I'm not. I'm not in love with that. He uh, is really good. He the is. thing is, the Kentucky players are so." Hard, so well, we hard to project. This. We talked about this w- in preparation for the draft. Like, like tell me, Jamal. Yeah. Tell who thought Jamal Murray was going to be as good as he is. I completely agree. Yeah. And like, even and looking, I love his game, and I hated him in college because I thought he was a bad player. I completely agree. And it's one of those things where it's like because of of John Calipari's system and how overloaded those teams are because there's so much talent. Yeah, guys like, play out of position. Yeah, out guys of position. don't get enough touches. Exactly, and they don't like. I didn't think Carl Anthony Towns was going to be as good as he is. Yeah, I, just, I, did, I didn't see enough of him to be like, oh, this guy is for real. Like when Anthony Davis was there, it was obvious. Like, oh, this is this is the next great NBA player. Yeah. When Cat was there, they're like, yeah, like consensus number one, and it's like, wait, really? But he wasn't though for a long time. There no, a lot there was of there was a lot of Jaleel thing. Yeah, there was a lot of. And Jaleel I was, around. I was high on Jaleel. Before. I was like, dude, he's got a he's got an NBA body. He played, he's got he, the post moves. Like, he played for a, a minute and twenty five seconds handler. yesterday. Uh, yeah, he got no no burn. Yeah, yeah. No, he, I mean, look, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a rebuild season for his career. 
Um, in any case, so uh, we moving didn't on talk to about the Warriors and the Thunder, which yeah, was a good, which it was, was a, a good game. It was a good game. It, 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 was, was, a good game. it was an objectively good and game. And Paul George had a phenomenal third quarter. Mm-hmm. Told you, just destroyed for fifteen points in the third quarter. Uh, I really, I, again, now let's be clear here. Russ did not play. Paul George had a really good game. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting to see when Russ comes back because oh, Russ will fine. dominate possession. It'll be fine. I, I'm I, not worried about I it. I told you in the early season, I got them finishing number two or number three in the West. So do I. I really like them this year. And They're a lot good. of people don't, but like I love Dennis Schroeder as a backup to Russ. He, he I really good. like Nerlens except as a for that, uh, air ball. that one air ball. That air ball I'm sure ugly. you saw it because the, the video is everywhere. Because oh, yeah. right as soon as he missed it, Russ puts his sunglasses back on. <laughs> yeah, because he's like, all right, well, this game's over. I'm gonna but, get the fuck uh, out of here. Also, Steph Curry looked so good. Always, and uh, I mean, he was pulling up like 30 footers, and I was like, they like. It is astounding to me that there is a a player in this day and age who I can watch shoot a basketball from thirty feet away from the hoop, and when he misses, I'm like, oh man, I can't believe he missed. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> I, mean, I agree. <laughs> oh, when he he every he Ray Allen was a player who every time I watched him shoot the ball, I was like, that's going in the oh, basket. Yeah. yeah, Steph Curry is on such a different level for that for me. Like, it's true. If Steph Curry gets like a half an inch of room, like Ray Allen, if he was wide open, I'm like, I'm like buckets. Steph Curry is the kind of guy who you can be in his face, and if he gets half a step of room to take that little like one step step back that he does, yeah. where he turns his shoulders. Every time I'm like, that's good. It's good. Yeah, yeah. Every I, I mean, I legitimately don't ever expect him to miss, and it's insane. Yeah, there are times where like I'll be watching him shoot the ball. Uh, in that game against the Thunder, he had an air ball that I was watching, and he shot it, and I was just like, swish. And then it, I actually thought it was a swish because it was an air ball, and I was like, man, look at that. It's such a beautiful shot. Fucking net didn't even move. And then all of a sudden it went out of bounds. And they're like, out of bounds, Thunderball. And I was like, oh, shit, he missed. <laughs> just, I'm so used to him making it. My my eyes just refuse to believe it as a miss. Um, going back to the Mavericks and Suns game, we didn't get a chance to talk about Luka Doncic's uh, debut. Uh, Tad and I talked about this a little bit this morning at work. Um, he took too many shots. So, but here, so here's my rebuttal. So, who else is going to take those shots? Yeah, 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 yeah. I get it. No, well, not only that, but also like Dennis Smith Jr. outshot him. Yeah. No, no, no. I know that. I, I, I understand that. I just think there's something wrong. And look, I didn't watch a ton of this game, mm-hmm. so that was clear. I mean, <laughs> no. So here's I watched the beginning because I wanted to see his yeah, debut. Absolutely. And I, like, but the thing is, like, there are other like I'm look. I'm just not devoting a ton of fucking time to watching that game. Like, there are. Rockets Pelicans, yeah. for example, like yeah. that shit. I want to well, watch. I, I I'm a Magic agree. fan. They were better They're, games. They on suck, last but you know what? I buy League Pass to watch my favorite team. I get it, and I look. There were better games on during that time, but like when it comes to like two guys who could potentially be the future of the NBA in a lot of ways, I want to see that game. I want to see their first game because it's potentially a moment in history that will you'll never. I mean, you'll never get it back, Ted. You'll just never <laughs> be able to see it live ever again. Um, How do you guys think New York's feeling right y'all now? Y'all ever heard of? Uh, <clears throat> you guys ever heard of DVR? Stop. DVR. I said live, bro. What I'm saying is Luka Doncic looked – and I, I tweeted this last night. Say what you will about his athleticism, and yes, he does look out of shape. I, I 100% agree with that. But that kid knows how to play basketball. Yeah. He moves the ball really well. He has really oh, great good, footwork. He's a good player. He, he just took too many really shots. really good. And I think, like, yo, Rick Carlisle has softened his opinion on rookies, which kudos to him for adjusting in the situation yeah, that he's in. Very much I, so. I very much enjoyed watching Luka Doncic play basketball last night, and I'm really excited to see his evolution this season. He's, there's going to be a lot of ups and downs, but like he he knows where to be on the court, and he knows how to get guys the ball in the right spots. Yeah. It, it was clear, and the thing that I was most impressed with, for a guy who is like not lauded for his athleticism, he's got really good footwork. Like He went in on... Um, Josh Jackson, no, Devin Booker at one point, and just like kind of backed him down and then just kind of gave it to him, cuffed it, and then went up with the opposite hand. Like it, it just I was thoroughly impressed with him. Yeah, he time. clearly knows what he's I, doing. I really was. Not not as much as I was with DeAndre Aiden, but man, I was impressed with with Luka Doncic. I'm really excited to see what he has to do uh, you know, this this season and, and yeah, what he's capable he's, of. He's he's clearly good. Um I also kind of forgot that Harrison Barnes didn't play last night. Right, yeah. So, what was his name? Was Finney Smith that played for them or some shit? Uh Dorian Finney Smith. Yeah, thank yeah. you. And Dirk Dirk is circus. No yeah. Dirk is circus. Also night. also did not play last night. I yeah. don't see him playing a lot this and, year. And uh, the Giannis Only important is, games. Giannis's brother Themis or something like yeah. Alex. <laughs> what? Is it? Is, is it, it Alex? Oh no, I'm sorry, that's the the youngest. It's uh um, it's something with a T. Thanasis. Thelonious. Thanasis. Theseus. I, I think it's Thanasis. Mm. 
Thaddeus. Boom. There it is. Thaddeus and Tentacumbo. Uh, Costas. Coastus. Oh, Costas. That's right. That's right. I'm sorry. Um, Thaddeus is the older, right. is, uh, his older brother. Nikki did bring up the Knicks. And legit Alex is the last one. Uh, I do have to say this. Man, Atlanta's gonna have a rough season. Oh if my they god! Lost, they lost by twenty two to the I'm Knicks. Bro. I, I just they lost by twenty to the New York Knicks. They who suck might break the record. I agree with you. I, that might be one of the worst. Teams I said ever nineteen. Assembled. I said nineteen. I'm gonna walk that back and say twelve. We might be way off. <laughs> I'm gonna say twelve. <laughs> we might be way I, off. They might not win double digit. That that is the worst NBA team I've ever seen in my entire life. It's it's not great. Yeah, They're worse than that. Bad. Remember that Brooklyn team that started like zero and twenty two or something? Yeah. They're worse than that team. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's not good. It's it's I, really not. I think one of the no. one of the big things that happened during the game was that uh, Vince Carter s- saved the ball from going back court. And then shot like a desperate three and went in. Here's 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 a, here's a question I have, and I asked it during the offseason. I have to ask it again now, especially based on the outcome that happened in Atlanta last night against the Knicks. If you're Vince Carter, you should fire your agent. Why didn't he get you to Golden State? He Go- said he said he said he didn't want to ring chase. <sighs> he he said he came out and said that yeah. he said he wanted to play for a young team where he could mentor some guys and do that kind of thing. He. I, I legitimately think that Vince Carter doesn't really care if he ever wins a fucking ring. Vince Carter is a guy who is perfectly complacent with the hundreds of millions of dollars that he has made over the course of his NBA career, and people still think of him as the greatest. Like not the like the great. Like, people think of him as a great player. Yeah. People think of him as like the greatest yeah. dunker. Yeah. Bobby Portis looks really good tonight. Uh, he's he's I think he's like three for five from three right now. Joel um, Embiid though has like oh knock I think that down. 16. Oh, that's pure. <laughs> Ain't no parquet. That's butter right there. Yeah, I time. I will time. admit he called Can't the stop. shot going in before he finished even shooting. Yeah. Uh, so. In any case, um, in case you don't know, I was just talking. To, JJ Reddick made a like nice little. Yeah, no, everybody everybody ball. got that. <laughs> I mean, I just want to make sure people know what's going uh, on. One thing I will say, I know um, what I'm about. I still have Trey Young at Rookie of the Year. I don't give a fuck what happens. There's no way. If your team wins it's eight happening. fucking games, if your team wins eight games, you cannot win Rookie of the Year. You are Awards are null and void for your team. You get nothing. <laughs> what good did, day, sir. What did Trey Young do last night? Please give me a good Give me debut. a second. Give me a second. I, I didn't look at his out. numbers. I just looked at the number, the score on the, uh, you know. He had an okay game. I remember looking at this box score. Uh, Trey Young had 14 points, four turnovers, he five took, assists, he as six many, rebounds. He scored as many shots, as, uh, as points as he took shots. Oh. Yeah. Five of 14 five from four. 14, one of five from three. You know what? It's rookie debut. Early season. It's rookie Early debut. Season. Let's not get crazy. Uh, oh damn! Who was that? Who scored that basket? Whoa, Vince Carter. Who's this, why is there, who's this other white guy on the floor to. for Philadelphia? Who, uh, why are you taking uh, shots away from uh, TJ McConnell? Why are you taking shots? Away? I, I know. Who or it Dario Saric? Sorry, oh, okay. it, it, is, it is it is Dario. Who's Sarge, the white guy sure. playing for the Bulls? <laughs> I don't even know we had another white guy. Robin that's, Lopez. That's, oh, my, that's, Archie that's Di- my dad. That's Archie, Di- uh, Arch- Archie Di- Diacono. Archie. Oh, Archie Diacono. Oh, man. I, I love I'm all in on the Bulls now. <laughs> this guy. I'm, oh I'm my fucking God. getting season tickets. Dude, white guys that shoot threes. I love them. I'm a white guy that shoots threes. Like, uh, I love, I, I, I love hold Joel. Hold on. M- hold on. Hold, you're a white guy that shoots threes? You are a white guy. That's 100% I shoot threes. Clear. You attempt to shoot threes. I used to be a much better shooter. <laughs> But I am fat and out of shape and don't play basketball that much anymore. Yeah, I used to be a good shooter. Yeah, it's hard Once to play basketball time. when you change. Oh, okay, Archie. <laughs> That's not true. I, right? I, his name is dude, Archie. Dude, I used to, Archie, when I was in college. Yeah, I forget his full name. Ryan Archie Diniacono. Oh, it's yes. Ryan? When I used to pull up to play ball in college, I'd fucking rip a heater or two on my way there. And fucking, as soon as I'd get done, I'd walk right out and light another one up. Right. I mean, that was the move. But, like, I was in shape. But now, now I'm fat. And I smoke. Right. So, like, <laughs> you can do one or the other, and you'll be all right. All right. Ebony and Ivory. Can't that's, do the, both. That's, a, that's the peanut butter sandwich of being out of shape. Uh, so, anyways. <laughs> peanut butter sandwich. <laughs> peanut, peanut butter jelly sandwich of being out of shape. Uh, all right. On to the next topic. The G League announced today that they are offering an alternative to one-and-done college players. They will offer a professional path deal starting in the summer of 2019 that includes select contracts for elite prospects for up to $125,000 if they are at least 18 years old and are not draft eligible. Boys, what do we say on this G League contract? Yay or nay? I'm here for this move, but I don't think that there's going to be as many guys that, that take that take advantage of so, this as there should be. And we like, talk, well, not as there should be, but like, yeah. as, as people think there might be. I so here and You and I talked about you this on the way here. You can still get paid if you play in college. <laughs> yeah. Did you see that? Like, DeAndre Woj? Aiden made like $100,000. Did you see Woj? Yeah. yeah that show was hilarious. So here's, here's the thing. Like, I... 
I agree with you on that. But we also I talked mean, about this in the car. People forget that Shaq made all his money in college. Yep. <laughs> That's a basketball That's reference. A, that is a basketball I know reference. that fucking reference. Uh, <laughs> so, but here's here's my thing: is I completely agree with that sentiment. However, in the early days, I think that. There's going to be a lot of early adopters. You're going to get a lot of kids that flock to it right away. I don't right think there's going to be a lot of early adopters. I think there's going to be a decent amount of early adopters. But the best of the best are going to be the early adopters. Like it's yeah. not going to be some, any fringe high school players. Like these are going to be like I'm top ten in my class. I'm going to go ahead. and go I to think the you'll see the fringe top ten guys go. Well, one hundred percent. I'm not saying that they won't, but I'm saying I'm saying in the early years when they just start. I, yo, I'm all in on Robin Lopez's beer. By the way, I think that looks fucking great. In any case, oh my God. I love everything Robin Lopez. <laughs> he is my favorite. He is my favorite. He is so funny. He does that show with that little kid Henry. Yeah, those two. I only want to watch them do. Have you ever watched forever. the old videos of him and like his brother, him and Brooke, going to like Comic Con? They're stuff? both oh, yeah. hilarious. They're hilarious. They're funny they are dudes. funny. They're funny dudes. Fucking people. Yeah. Also, Brooke Lopez, sick three rebounds last <laughs> night, bro. <laughs> yeah, buddy. You know, I saw the stat line, and all I could think to myself is like, we're gonna have fun with this tomorrow. I fucking you forgot about it till just now. The but. most, the most Brooke Lopez stat line ever. He had like fourteen, fourteen and. Three. three rebounds. Uh, this man is seven foot one. Like literally, he just has to stand at the basket. And he can get at least seven. Speaking of which, did you see Boban dunking without even jumping? He bent the goddamn rim. <laughs> they had to stop the game. <laughs> That's, without uh, jumping, like he pulled the, like in the, it's like technical foul hanging on the rim. But I'm standing right. So like, <laughs> I love Boban, dude. He literally is like the the new age jersey. He was like their best. He was like their best offensive player the other night. Yo, LA is Boban's town now. Fuck LeBron. Like Boban owns LA. Uh, Anyways, so we are all on board with this. With I mean, it just makes sense to have. I wanted to make sure that I didn't make this up because I was just I was I just I needed to double check. Boban scored eighteen points in eighteen minutes last night. Yeah, Boban was good in San Antonio. Like he he's kind of been this like jokey like player because he looks kind of funny and he's like dopey and tall but he was actually like the reason that detroit paid him was because he was a good backup center in yeah, San look, i'm not, not I'm a not, bad basketball player i'm not disagreeing with you i just i just like i was pretty sure i knew that that was a stat but i did had to double check did he start for them he had no, to right no, no. gortat started no. oh i forgot they got gortat holy shit actually yeah. boban kind of reminds me a little bit of gortat like in the early phases of his career <laughs> mm. well like here I'll, I'll tell you why they're both foreign <laughs> good start no, that's it. Got it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Got it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All the foreigners Marcin, look the same. Marcin Gortat has like a little bit of like, I, every time I see him, I'm like, I bet I would bump into that guy in like a Euro trash club. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, he has a closet full of track suits. Right. And like bedazzled yeah. like deep V's. He smokes, he smokes while crouching on the ground. No yes, question. For no sure. Question. Okay. I'm um, glad to know I'm not the only one who had that thought. Uh, any other thoughts on the G League uh, contracts? I love it. I think it's great to go. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm way here for it. Um, the thing is, the, here's the other reason I don't think it's going to be as widely adopted. The G League is not fucking competitive. Yet. And people, do, you're right. You're right. Here is the thing. If these early adopters adopt it and it changes the perception and you start getting more fan turnout. You know what? Here's the thing. College kids get screwed out of money that they should be paid for playing college Agreed. basketball. Yes. Um, I'll fight to the death on that. I'm glad both of you agree. Oh, so we don't have to get into, I don't know that. Here. I don't know many people that disagree. There are some, uh, the, the, the right. haters and losers <laughs> yeah. of which there are many. Right. And the people that work in college basketball. Uh, yeah, but that's just cause they're greedy. Um, check, but, uh, here's the thing. Yes, you like especially like a lot of these kids that come out of like just really shitty socioeconomic situations. Like yeah. they uh, have a chance to to get paid and to help their family out and that kind of thing. And I think that's gonna that's gonna play a part. But having said that, um, it is tough. It's tough to sell a kid on a non competitive league, one that maybe doesn't get you as much exposure, yeah. and uh, taking um, flying coach and connecting flights and taking bus rides versus. Flying chartered planes, uh, getting a free education, getting, uh, I mean, the education part is like probably the last thing is just one thing that popped into my mind, but right. like it's playing and playing in sold out arenas right. in front of tons of fans, uh, getting like all your, all these meals and all this shit and being just a fucking man uh, I get it. on Hello. campus. I get it. Having the chance, if you're good enough to have songs made after you, <laughs> are we? 
Are we talking about John Wall? Uh, no, we're talking about Mo Bamba, bro. I was oh. think, I was thinking about both of them. Uh. Also, LeBron James, literally like that that song with Kanye West, Drake, Lil Wayne, and Eminem was all all made because of a LeBron James documentary. <laughs> That's a good point. Like I am, but LeBron am, James didn't go to college. People forget that. Uh, <laughs> people don't I, forget. I don't think people forget. <laughs> yeah, people don't forget. Uh, yeah, I am all for that Mo Bamba song. If you haven't heard uh, Mo Bamba, y'all should definitely check it out. It's a jam. It's amazing. It's a jam. A jam. <laughs> Remember, you can only play it for a few seconds. Now, nah, bitch, we ain't on YouTube. Hoes calling Lil Nicky's phone. Where's Ali with the motherfucking doll? I'm falling like a motherfucking pro. I'm falling like old Mo. <laughs> hey, That's all you need to know. They probably play this every single they Orlando better. Magic if they game. Don't, if they don't, they are fucking up, dude. I'm sad that that's a thing. Give Shaq West money, uh, Well, and Shaq West and Mo Bamba they grew, were, up, grew together. up together. I'm still sad. They're, they're childhood friends. It's and an they amazing song. grown up together. I love it so much. both made it. In their own special ways. That's correct. Now, on Dude, the to Bulls the are next. winning this game. Here's the thing: they're not. <laughs> the Bulls have scored game. 39 points in the first quarter. Yeah, but here's <laughs> what's going to happen. That is outrageous. The Bulls <laughs> are going to score a lot of points this year. They are not going to stop anybody from scoring points. Yeah, that's however. what it is. And eventually, that shooting is going to run out, and they're going to give up a hundred. That's why I said we're going to lose 140 to 89 today. Yeah, it's going to be. Yeah, we'll also, also earlier, I thought Mark Fultz made a layup, but it wasn't. It was Robert Covington. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, you got it. My bad. Um, in any case. Um, sorry. Uh, all right. Next topic, which is arguably the most important topic of today's show notes. Charles Barkley, y'all, came out this week. There's a topic after this that's more important. I disagree. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna talk about it. I'm gonna. You're talk gonna about talk it. about it. Um, Charles Barkley came out this week and stated and informed the public that he has not worn underwear in ten years. So the question I ask you, gentlemen, is in true NBA he has to NBA go through Network so fashion, many pairs of pants. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure he dookies on his pants all the time. Dude, he's like got on that, a regular. He's got, okay, here's the thing. Here's the trade off. Do you want to have a little shit in your pants, or do you want to just like cover like all your underwear and just like and your your lower body and just gross nasty sweat that I'm <laughs> sure Charles Barkley. Uh, carries with him. Shoot that ball. Interesting. I liked. I'm. I'm. I'm gonna like the, the answer that I get to this question. So, question number one: In true Yay Network and NBA fashion, Yay or Nay, Chuck, going commando. Ah, uh, Yay. Wow, Nikki. I now that Tad said some of the probable health benefits for Chuck, <laughs> I think just you know for his own life, yes. But for me, no. I could have. I could have not. I could have gone without Dude, that visual. I'll tell you what, man. I I like to go commando. I do. I don't very often, literally only in the comfort of my own home, just because I don't feel like it's like super socially accepted. Well, you know, there have there have been times where I've gone out in the world without underwear on. I, I do uh, it all the time under my pants. I do it all the time. The usually it's because I've been too lazy to do laundry mm. and didn't have any clean underwear. Yeah. Um, I just like my free my free flowing. But balls. dude, it's That's it's nice, me. man. It's great. It's, it's nice sleep, to just I let sleep, it all hang out there. I sleep commando all the time. However, I don't. I don't wear clothes when I sleep. Interesting. I'm a, I'm a big naked sleeper. Oh, sorry, Lauren. I don't always. Sorry, <laughs> also, I don't also always, sorry, Taz mom. <laughs> I don't always. I don't always sleep naked. I just. I do. I do sometimes. Dude, oh, look. You know what? My, you know what? Funny God. thing. It's funny thing. My mom has seen me naked. You know, because she gave birth to me. So. Sure. Uh, hasn't seen me naked. Like, I was gonna recently. say probably like in the last. Mm, I don't know. Ten years hasn't seen you naked. Don't uh, please don't comment. I don't want to hear. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to hear yeah, one way or the other. Like don't twenty twenty five years. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah, same here. Uh, Hi, mom. <laughs> in any case, so it sounds like we are a yay, a yay. I'm gonna be a nay on this. I gotta be honest. Boo. Shaq, listen, let me tell you why. Boo. Let me tell you why. Shaq is a big man, and I have no problem. And we ain't talking about Shaq. We all. I mean, I'm sorry, Chuck. Thank you. Chuck is a big man, and I'm pretty confident in saying that Chuck has a hog. And when you have a hog to walk around and just let that thing flop and potentially hurt others around you, you need to be more cognizant of the people in your cognizant. Co- yeah, cognizant because his dick is hanging Co- out. Cognizant, cognizant. Am I right? Hey, oh, <laughs> that's the title of the episode. Just kidding. <laughs> I would never. 
I would never. Chuck for sure has uh, a huge, huge. Guy. I'm telling you, he's got a he's got a King Kong ding along on. Him. There's just there's no other. He keeps th- that thing on. Him. I'm telling you. <laughs> so for the people, Chuck, where are some fucking draws, homeboy? Please, Chuck, keep doing what you're doing. Bro. Now that being said, the movement, free our balls. That <laughs> free the balls. Hashtag free the balls. Uh, title of the episode? <laughs> title of the episode? I just wrote it Hashtag down. free the balls. Okay, there we go. Uh, in any case. Um, Let the yay, boy watch. Yay or nay on going commando as a lifestyle choice? I'm fine if other I'm people. I'm here for it. I don't care if anyone. I'm not going to judge anyone for doing it. Me personally, I'm a nay. Um, I wear tight clothes. So if they rip, I don't need my <laughs> balls coming out. <laughs> I do not give a Fuck what anybody else does. It's true. So, dude, you don't want to wear underwear? Yeah. Fucking knock yourself out. Don't I, wear underwear. I'm fair. I'm, like, I'm on board with that. Uh, yeah, dude. I mean, live, live your life, you know? Yeah. Live yeah. free or die. Trying? No, just just live free or die. <laughs> oh, yeah. I thought you were going to say live free That's or die That's like New Hampshire. Uh, <laughs> live, live free or die is like the New Hampshire state motto. Oh, really? Yeah. The... Uh, yeah. The Nebraska state model, motto is uh, a wonderful place, and that is bullshit. <laughs> I don't hate Omaha. I used to go there for Nebraska work. fucking sucks. You shut your mouth it's right now. Worst. Stop it. Their corn sucks. Their state sucks. Their people sucks. Their football team hasn't won a goddamn game this season. So I will have no respectful Nebraska talk in my presence. None of it. None. Are you hearing this right now? Yeah. I can't believe he's talking to me this way. In any case, in your own home, no less. I know <laughs> the audacity. Uh, <laughs> I can't believe the Bulls dropped forty-one points in the first quarter. Yeah, dude, them, the dude. Bulls are good, man. They're not. Good. The Bulls are good. They're bad. Talking They're so bad. Two seed. Don't start. <laughs> talking. Don't start. Oh my god! I'm so sorry. I wanted to double check that I got the the state slogan correctly. Guess what just happened? Fifteen hours ago. Yeah, Nebraska changed. I thought you knew that. No, honestly, it's not for everyone. Yeah, That's Nebraska. The new state Nebraska. I thought you. I honestly thought I did it. I thought you were. I thought you just like miss like That's you just so misstated funny. it. No, no, no. It used to be like something like Nebraska, like the dream state or some shit. I don't know what it used. No, to yeah, be. it's they officially changed it to not for everyone. Yeah, <laughs> That's hilarious. Change it to not gonna uh, win a fucking football game anytime hilarious. soon. Oh the N God. in Nebraska stands for never going to win a Big Ten championship. <laughs> uh, so we talked about Chuck. We talked about the commando lifestyle. I'm all in on the commando lifestyle. I've done it plenty of times in my own right. There have been plenty of times where I've gone out. I've flown on airplanes. So you, you are pro yourself doing it, but you're pro Chuck because he has a large wiener. Right. I get it. Yeah. That's valid. Yeah. Take what you will from that statement. Uh, we've talked about it on this podcast numerous times. I am a grower, not a shower. So <laughs> sorry, Ted's mom. <laughs> I didn't want you to know about my penis that soon in our relationship. Same. I mean, same, dude. Uh, <laughs> same. You know, <laughs> some people don't know. Some some people don't know. I think we need I'm to well educate aware. the female community. I'm well aware that. Some dudes just hang dong the whole time, and some dudes need a little encouragement for it to pop up there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and like it's always it's always easier to like live your life with you know thinking about you know if your shoes on the other foot or like being in somebody else's moccasins for 500 miles but uh yeah i gotta be honest i'm happy to be a grower not a shore because like walking around with a big old hog also is uncomfortable i can imagine i would not know but i can imagine (laughs) penises are tight (laughs) having a penis is tight and with that uh anything we want to plug this week guys before we wrap up (laughs) dude hold on mo bamba has more career three-pointers made than Ben Simmons. We're talking about this. Career? Career. Ben Simmons more, never made one. More career three-pointers <laughs> made after one fucking game. Is it time to start giving the bus label to Ben Simmons? Uh, Nikki, do you have anything to plug this week? I'm not going <laughs> to I'm not going <laughs> to acknowledge this. I'm just going to keep talking about it. Nikki, plug whatever you want. <laughs> Go ahead. It is impressive that Mo Bamba has made more in one game has made more. Ben Simmons played 82 goddamn games last season. I mean, I don't think he actually played 82, he but he played didn't. a full He might have played 82 after the playoffs. He might have. You know what? He didn't make one goddamn three-pointer and Mo Bamba made a couple of them last night. So, <laughs> Mo Bamba, Ben Simmons. If I'm not mistaken, Ben Simmons was um like over over sixteen or something like that, and he didn't shoot any three pointer closer than forty feet, uh, and <laughs> nothing. It was like nothing uh, with like I think it was like ten seconds or less yeah. every single time. Mm-hmm. Somewhere on those, there it is. that's the only time he would ever shoot a three is if it was just the end of the quarter or the game or whatever. 
He oh, fucking I care. Not, I do not like ISO Jabari, by the way. Something, Just watching this Bulls game, I don't like it. Here's one thing I do like about Jabari, and he's the only one on the floor doing it right now. Oh, Count that basket and give him the foul. That's wow. what I'm talking about. Sniper. <laughs> That's that's uh, Antonio my man. Bernie. That's just, my man. I was just talking. Mama, about there goes that man again. JJ Reddick, if you ever want to come on a podcast, we'd be happy to have you. I'm a big uh, he doesn't of he, your podcast. He doesn't do uh, other he, people's podcasts. He just did a low post. Yeah, he does low posts and he does Bill Simmons. That's it. And he did David Chang's podcast recently. Oh, doesn't he right. kind of have to because that's like his boss, Ben Simmons. I mean, <laughs> Bill ben Simmons. Bill Simmons. I'm looking at Ben Simmons' stats right now. Sorry. Actually, fun fact: Bill Simmons' son's name is Ben Simmons. What? And if my aunt had a penis, she'd be my uncle. That doesn't really apply here. I just wanted to say it. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, that's derailed I, I, yeah. quickly. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thanks for listening, y'all. This has been MBA. Make sure to follow us on uh, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at MBA Pod. Uh, if you're listening and you got this far, congratulations. Uh, no, but in all seriousness, please give the podcast a five-star rating and review. We'd really appreciate it. We want to keep getting that. My goal this year is to get us to five uh, – pardon me. 50 uh, uh, ratings and reviews. We're currently at 20, so it'd be cool to get another 30 this year. Um, yeah, and you can follow me at J underscore Keyless on Instagram and Twitter. I've been tweeting a lot more, mostly from the NBA pod Insta- or, uh, Twitter account, but I tweet my own thoughts from time to time. Said I wasn't going to get punked on the blue line. I did. <laughs> it's okay. I'm, Everybody an- gets punked on the blue tomorrow's line. Tomorrow's another day. Mm. Uh, Nikki, you got anything going on? Anything you want to plug? Um, Chicago, Illinois, if you're in that and if you're in that city. Uh, Even if you're not. <laughs> every Tuesday for the next like three months, I will be performing at the I.O. 8 p.m. Uh, it's called The Pool. And then November 3rd and November 10th at the Second City, I'm in a sketch show called um, Greetings from the Future. It's a Black Mirror parody. You can follow me on Twitter at Tad Holm underscore. Um, still tweeting a lot about baseball because Brewers still in the playoffs. That's right. Yes. Um, chance that they 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 got they got a win on Thursday. So please root for the Brewers for me. Don't root for the Dodgers. The Dodgers come from LA, which is what? It's a trash city full of trash. <laughs> so uh, yeah, follow me on Twitter at Tad Hall underscore. I promise that soon the baseball tweets will stop. The college football tweets are going to still be gone forever. And are going to be Yeah, oh, no, no, they, they will. Uh, but the NBA tweets are back, which is dope. Um, I'm excited. Basketball is back. This is fucking great. Um, yeah, so this has been a nice time, you guys. All right, y'all. Well, we are back. We are in full swing. The NBA season is upon us. Um, for Tad, for Nikki, for Jay, this has been NBA, and we are... Yeah.